You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Welcome to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras, the number one podcast for bow hunting product information and hunting stories from across the nation. And now, here's your nine-fingered host, Dan Johnson. Happy Friday, everybody, and uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, We got a really, 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 really 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 cool show for you today today is the very first of the new series the product review series and um, if you're not familiar with what I'm trying to accomplish here uh, I'll just kind of fill you in real quick the product review series is where similar to the bow review uh, the the bow review series that we uh, have been doing we're going to get the quote-unquote average joes off the street and uh, they're going to tell us about products that they've been using or they've just purchased or they um, have history with so to speak uh, hunting hunting uh, gear in really in relations to hunting gear and uh, we're going to get them on the show and we're going to talk about any type of product today uh, specifically we're going to be talking about one climbing tree stand and one pair or one set of climbing sticks and uh, the guy uh, his name is Byron Horton Uh, Byron is uh, a returning guest he was uh, he was on a previous podcast that we've done and uh, he's going to review tree walkers climbing tree stand one of their models and then the hawk helium climbing sticks so two two products that he's recently purchased and uh, his thoughts uh, the positives and negatives about those products and if he recommends them to other hunters so that's what we're going to be doing today if you guys the listeners are are interested because basically this is for you guys this information is for uh, you guys if you have a product or a bow or a hunting story even uh, that you want to come on and share your story all you got to do is uh, hit me up at ninefingerchronicles at gmail.com and that's all spelled out letters no numbers ninefingerchronicles at gmail.com and uh, I want to get the bowl, the ball rolling on this uh, this podcast series with the product reviews and uh, it can be any hunting product I mean it can be a tree stand it could be a bow arrows broadheads uh, boots, camo, anything you want to review. Uh, there's plenty of products out there and pr- pr- plenty of different brands. I'm so excited. I, my mouth gets mumbled and jumbled. But anyway, so that's what we got going on today. Byron Horton, 
He's going to review a couple products from uh, for us today. And uh, as always, before we get into this week's podcast, Matt Klein from Exodus Trail Cameras has something to say about how the guys at Exodus use their own tree, their trail cameras. Well, you know, Chad and I are a little different. You know, I don't know about a lot of the listeners, but we hunt really big woods type areas and the deer that we're hunting probably don't let us get away with as much as, you know, a lot of farmland type deer do or, or Midwest type deer do. Um, but what happens is we have a, we have a theory or a method that we call the wheel of fortune method. And without getting too long winded about that, I'll sum it up in a couple of bullet points, which are one, we are running our cameras for one specific deer at a time. I think a lot of people run their cameras in areas where they're trying to get pictures of deer or pictures of mature bucks or whatever. We are running our cameras for one individual and trying to learn what he is doing. And I think that that goes a long way for, for really trying to pattern and kill a big mature deer. Two would be, um, we're using a lot of natural left sign or terrain features. So we're, we're using scrapes, rub lines, um, terrain features, like I said, saddles, benches, that kind of thing. And then also bedding areas, bedding points in, in the hill country that, that we really think one of these mature deer we're after is using. Um, we're hunting a lot of public land, so we can't do bait piles and that kind of thing. So that's a big part of it. And then the last thing would be, we are not taking the data that we're getting from our cameras and using that in the year that we're hunting. I mean, there are times when that helps. Absolutely. But Typically, what we're finding is that the data that we're getting from our cameras when we're hunting these specific mature deer does not serve us well until the years to come. And when we're really putting that puzzle together, so to speak, and we're trying to go in and figure these deer out, um, we find that three to five years of, of data collection is really what it takes to put a big mature buck in the big woods down. If you guys want to find out more information about Exodus Trail Cameras, and I strongly suggest you do, go ahead and visit ExodusOutdoorGear.com. And now let's get into this week's podcast. All right. On the show now for the second time, Mr. Byron Horton. How are you doing today? Very good. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing good. Doing good. So between the last time that we talked and this time, is uh, this time you're going to be doing uh, some gear review for us on this new series that we started. Uh, what's happened? Anything cool happened in your life? Did you go out turkey hunting? Did you find any mushrooms, any fishing, anything outdoorsy? Yeah, uh, I went turkey hunting a few times. Um, just uh, couldn't get them to jump the fence, if you will. They uh, they seem to stay on the neighbors this mm-hmm. year. D- did you have some good weather for uh, turkey hunting? Yeah, uh, it was dry for the most part, and... Uh, the weather was good. Just couldn't uh, couldn't get them off the hens, or they just didn't want to come your way. You know, yeah, I just don't think I was talking dirty to them, if you will. Yeah, hey, makes <laughs> that makes sense. I uh, I don't know. I I got I uh, don't know if I talked about it in some other podcasts uh, or in any other podcast that I've done, but I took uh, the wife out. Um, the very first day we went out, they came in close, but we had some cattle creep in behind us and, uh, they didn't, and they, the three toms didn't come any closer next morning, called them right in. I moved the blind a little bit closer to the tree line. Uh, they flew, we watched them fly out of the tree and land, go into strut and, uh, boom, my wife shot 
uh, her tom dead in its tracks at about uh, 30 yards at six between six and six oh five in the morning. So uh, we had a lot of time to take pictures. <laughs> Textbook, if you will. Yep. Amen. So gear review. All right. And uh, for the, the listeners who, you know, haven't seen the Facebook post or the Instagram post or Twitter post, I decided to start a new – it's kind of an extension from the bow reviews that we've been doing. And uh, we're going to talk about gear. So if you have, uh, you know, a piece of equipment that you've recently purchased or um, that you've been using for several years and you want to talk about it, talk about the positives or the negatives and if you like it, if you didn't like it. And um, – you know, basically just get an honest opinion from honest hunters uh, to the listeners out there. And today, Byron, you emailed me and said, hey, I got a couple products that uh, I want to review. Why don't you tell us what two products those are? Yeah, one is a climbing tree stand um, from Tree Walker, their LT model. And the other is the Hawk Helium Sticks. Um, I purchased those recently and had the Tree Walker for a couple of years. Perfect. All right, so let's start off with a tree walker. We'll get right into it. The tree walker tree stand. Um, the first thing I want to talk to you about is you've, you said you've been using it for a couple of years now. When you started doing, you know, looking to purchase tree stands, what was your thought process and where did you, what did you do before you actually made a decision to purchase this, this tree walker? Yeah, so I, at the time, was hunting one piece of private ground and was kind of expanding into my public um, public ground game, if you will. Uh, so I had been interested and um, was just out of school and didn't really have any money, but I came across this company at the Ohio Deer and Turkey Expo. And I thought that was cool because I could kind of get my hands on the product, look at it, if you will. Um, you didn't actually buy it the first year, but I thought, man, that company, they, they had a good design. That's something I want to look into. Um, kind of researched them, you know, got the cash in order, uh, looked at a couple other, like what I'll call bigger companies on the market, the summits, the old man, um, actually borrowed a buddy summit to, to kind of give it a test run and ended up making that purchase just to kind of expand my, uh, run and gun setup and kind of help me out on public land. You, and when you say you make the purchase, you purchased this this tree walker. Yeah, I made that purchase the following year at the Deer and Turkey Expo. Uh, they sometimes offer a show discount, if you will, and you know, right. pay shipping stuff like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, if you're looking to buy gear and you plan ahead, you know enough. A lot of these companies that do d go to these outdoor shows, these Deer and Turkey Classics, what have you, they'll throw down discounts at the booth. And it's a great place for um, guys to uh, uh, go get it. But at the same time, you'll probably spend the money that you save on entry fee and booze yeah. on beer while you're there. So it may not be such a good idea after all. <laughs> all yeah, right. Very true. So this tree walker. All right. You looked at a couple others. Uh, you went in, you found, you liked the design. Um you ended up purchasing it. All right. So yeah. when you purchased it, how much did you did you pay for this this product? So I paid two eighty at the show. Um, they MSRP right now at three forty nine on the website. Um, they were here in Ohio at the show in March, and they were selling still below three hundred at a show price. Okay. 
Now, my my next question to you is, why did you decide to purchase a tree stand? Because when you emailed me or um, a purchase a climbing tree stand, because when you it was, I thought it was a little odd when you said, "Hey, I want to review a climbing tree stand, but I also want to, you know, want to do climbing sticks as well." And those two typically don't go together. But why did you decide to go with a climbing tree stand as opposed to maybe a hang-on or a ladder stand? Yeah. So at the time, I felt the Climbing tree stand would allow me to hunt a lot of different places. Um, I felt the benefits of the climber kind of outweighed if I wanted to do several hang-ons. And I really wasn't familiar with, I'll call it the uh, the lone wolves of the world, where you can get a light hang-on and, and a stick combo. Um, it was kind of before I was aware of that game. And I felt like it would... And take my bow hunting to the next level by being so mobile, if you will. Right. So, do you usually use this? Is this your main tree stand for both public and private ground, or are you using this for specifically one or the other? Yeah. So, this is my main, um, has been for the past couple of years, my main uh, public ground, you know, weapon of choice, if you will. I probably hunt. 50% public ground and 50% private. Um, on the private ground, I do hunt. I have a bunch of, oh, I'll call it the, the $40 Rural King specials, um, hang-ons that, that, that do the job. Um, but if someone walks away with them, I'm not out too much cash. Okay. So the re- and I'll, I'll just be up front here. I've, I haven't used... Uh, a lot of climbing tree stands. Um, I, I've used them a couple times, but the reason that I don't use uh, climbing tree stands is because there is a lot of, you know, there's places where I want to be where a climbing tree stand is not, doesn't sit on the tree because the tree is not perfectly straight. Um, so have you ran in, into any instances, does this tree stand have, uh, something that might help it level off better or, um, I guess explain what you do when you come to a, maybe a, a tree that is in the right spot, but necessarily isn't the right tree. Yeah. And that is what I'll call the downfall of the climber. And we'll probably get into this in the second, you know, product I reviewed is kind of why I've made the, the, the other addition to the run and gun setup. Um, there's been times where I've been on public ground. I'm like, boom, that tree's hidden. It's great. It's where I want to be. Oh wait, there's a big horizontal branch 10 feet off the ground. Okay. Um, and I can't, can't get around it. Right. All right. So this, this climber, um, how does it pack down when you're walking into uh, when you're walking in and out of the timber? Is it a low profile? Is there is it uh, is it quiet coming up and down the tree? Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and we'll touch on a few of the things that I was like, I've got to buy this climber over another brand because of um, its packability. the The stand itself weighs 18 pounds. Um, so that's pretty light. Uh, climbers are anywhere from say 20 to 30. So I'm definitely on the lower end. Um, I'm a guy who's six one. So my platform, you know, I've got, I like to have a little bit of room up there. Um, the platform's 20 inches by 35. So pretty good size. Um, as far as carrying in and out of the woods, being silent, 
that first year when I was at the Deer and Turkey Expo, I got to take that stand that was packed up like you would on your back and just shake it. So when I got to do that, it let me know, okay, this stand's quiet. You know, you can see a commercial or you can read something on the internet on a manufacturer's site that says, oh, silent while carrying. No, I got to physically put my hands on it and shake it um, and, and verify, hey, this stand makes no noise um, while carrying it. As far as how it stacks together, the guy really did a good job designing it. If you, the best way to explain it is if you take a, what I'll call a solo cup and look at its side profile, it's skinnier at the bottom and wider at the top. You with me? Yep. So the two stands actually can stack together and there's no strap that keeps your platform and your, your top piece together. They actually wedge together. I don't have to carry another strap or lose another strap while I'm out in the field. Um, Supportability-wise, that's a nice bonus. The silent factor is, is pretty nice there as well. He actually molded um, the pins that you use to set the cables that go around the tree. He's molded them um, with a, a plastic orange mold so they actually can't rattle. So okay. th that extra step there was like, man, this guy really thought of a couple things. Okay. So when you tested it or at the, at the show, I guess you put your hands on it at the show and then went mm -hmm. out, went out to use it at the very first time. Um, did it perform like the other, maybe the other climbing, uh, st uh, climbing tree stands that you used in the past? So it far surpassed. I had what I'll call a $100, uh, I think it was a field and stream tree stand I bought in college that was a climber. And that thing was heavy, loud, not well constructed. I wanted to leave it in the woods at, at points after a hunt. Um, so when I got this tree walker out there, I'm driving, I felt like the Mercedes Benz or, the, you know, the, the top end Ferrari now. Um, the walk-in was pleasant. It was, you know, a little bit better strap system on my back. I get to the tree and take it from, you know, my back onto the tree and, and up. And then as far as a comfortable seat, it really outperformed the, the prior climbing tree stands by leaps and bounds. Okay. Now, uh, you mentioned that on the website right now, it's 349 basically 350 mm -hmm. bucks. Um, what compared to the other, I don't know if you can answer this, but compared to the other climbing tree stands that you looked at or that are on the market, where does this lie as far as, as, far as price is concerned? I'll call it in the upper um, end of, of, of climbing tree stands. It's it's not by all, any means the, the most expensive, but uh, uh, that $300 mark is, is something you see on a lot of higher end. Um, the Lone Wolves, the XOPs, um, the X stands, those are a couple that are very comparable in price. Okay. And uh, I see on, uh, I know some guys, some guys care about this, some guys don't. This uh, tree stand looks to be 100% made in America. So uh, yeah. if, if you're the kind of guy who likes to make decisions based off that, you know, that could uh, persuade a guy as well. But, um, so as far as this tree, uh, tree stand is concerned, let's talk a little bit about the detail, right? So, um, mm -hmm. it, 
it packs a, it packs down fairly well on your back and uh, you can get to the tree stand pretty quiet. Now, what about actually setting the tree stand up and climbing up the tree? Why don't you talk through that? Okay. Yeah, I'll touch on some of the, the, the features that made this uh, what I'll call a must-buy for myself. Um, so this uses a cable system that, you know, you slide the cables around the tree and essentially inchworm your way up. The pins themselves, I mentioned them earlier. He, the, the designer added a uh, orange mold to the, those pins to make them rattle free. But another nice thing about them, you know, he, he tipped them in orange. If I drop that pin, I can find it on the ground. Um, and, and I can honestly say I've dropped that pin before, you know, lining it up and your hands are cold and they're just not functioning right. And you drop that pin, but because he's added that orange on there, it makes it a lot easier to locate. Um, so I, I, that, that's a feature that's in there. Another feature that I really like is the actual cable itself. It's a memory cable. So as I feed it around the backside of the tree, it automatically wants to come back and into your hand towards the stand or whatever, making getting that cable around the tree easy. Right. The, the designer also squared off the end of the cable. So when I insert the cable after I've got it around the backside of the tree and I'm going to go ahead and feed it in my other side, as I insert it in, I know that that, that hole that I've got to put the pin through is always facing up and down. Okay. In the past, I've had a cheaper tree stand, and I fed that cable into the, the insert, and it wasn't squared off. And so I'm trying to jam a pin, and that circle that you've got to find isn't squared off. The cable isn't, you know, where I need it to be, making inserting that pin just difficult. Okay. Um, I've got a couple other features you want me to mention those as well? Yep, go for it. Okay. The... Um, the other thing I really like, he painted the end of the cable um, yellow. So I'm not sure if I've sent a couple pictures, and, and this is something that may be hard to describe, but as I'm inserting the cable down into the frame, there's a bunch of holes where you have to line up the pin to obviously set your cable in place. Yep. In the dark, that can be rather difficult. So he painted the end yellow above, you know, where you insert your hole. And as I slide that cable down, I know that if I see yellow in the hole above, the hole below essentially has the end of the cable, you know, willing to accept the pin. Okay. Um, it, it, it makes it easy to do in the dark. Um, it also lets you know how, how far down your cable is inside the frame. Yeah, that's... uh. You know, that's something that's very simple, but, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, I, I, I don't use a lot of climbers, you know, hardly at all, but I can imagine it being pitch black, you know, you're, you're doing some kind of run and gun for a buck that you saw the previous night and you can't figure out the damn cable and, mm -hmm. and that I can just see working for, you know, even yeah. though I don't. So, uh, you mentioned, uh, you've had success with it. Uh, what else? Yeah. The, uh, the other thing I'd like about the stand was the, uh, the seat. It was a, it's like a mesh style seat and it's comfortable. Um, I've taken many a naps in it. 
Yeah. But when uh, the moment of truth comes or if you're getting close to that last 15 minutes, you want to stand up, you can stand up and slide that mesh seat all the way to the back right. or all, all the way against the tree, giving you kind of maximum mobility. Um, I really like that. And, and, and I, I sometimes would sit the climber on the backside of the tree, expecting the deer to come from behind me. So, so that feature was very nice. Okay. Now, let's see here. What's, um, I haven't sat on a lot of tree stands. There are, there's some, I think like the millennium tree stands have kind of a, it's not a net, but it's like, uh, some kind of fabric or something. There's other tree stands that instead of having a seat, they actually have a fabric or maybe a net like what, what, uh, you have on, on this tree walker. But what's it like sitting in that mesh net for long periods of time compared to maybe a hang on that you have in the past? I, to be honest, almost think it's more comfortable um, because it kind of wraps around your 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 butt and your legs. Um, I've done a couple, I had a decent amount of all day sits in this stand um, and feel like actually it's the most comfortable stand I've got. Okay, and you said you're and you said you're six one. If you don't mind me asking, what do you weigh? Yeah, yeah, I'm six one. I'm a buck eighty, maybe a buck ninety. Okay, so. I got about, I got about 50 pounds on you. So is there, or maybe not 50, maybe 40, 40 pounds on you. But, uh, what's, uh, is it, is it comfortable? I mean, for someone who's tall and, you know, not, not too small. Cause I, I'm looking at the website here. The guy who is in all the pictures looks to be about five foot five, if I had to guess. Right. So right. Uh, my question to you is, I mean, when you're up there, you're moving around, um, do you feel constraint at all or do you feel comfortable moving around? No, I do feel very comfortable. The platform is pleasantly uh, spacious, if you will. Okay. Um, and, you, you know, you mentioned, you know, my build being you know, a, a slender build. I got another hunting buddy that bought one of these and he's he's more of the longs of 5'9 and and your typical average male, if you will, well, maybe a little bit rounder, if you will. Yeah. Okay. He, he loves it as well. Okay. All right. All right. So you're up in the tree. I mean, when you're moving around, um, is it, is it quiet? I mean, coming up the tree, quiet, uh, moving around in the tree, quiet. I don't know. Have you had the opportunity to hunt in extreme cold or wet weather? I mean, in those two scenarios, uh, does it function different? I I don't feel it functions any different. Hot, cold, uh, rain, I've covered that for sure. I've been in plenty of, uh, of rainstorms. Um, as, as far as noise level going up and down trees, you, you do have your typical climber. Um, you know, it, it, it becomes a skill after you use it for a while of how quiet you really can get it. Um, as far as me in the stand, say I'm sitting down, I see some, you know, some movement, I go to stand up, stand doesn't creak. Okay. Um, so it is, it, it's a quality stand as far as that's concerned. Once you're in there and those teeth they've got on them, I've never had slippage and I've climbed some, some hardwoods that are a little slicker. Um, than say like a pine or some of those softer trees. Okay. And, uh, I guess, I don't know if I remember asking you this, what's it made out of? Is that, uh, is that aluminum? Yeah, it is a, a, an aluminum. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What else do you have to tell us about this product? 
Um, going through some of my checklists here. It does have a built-in footrest, which is kind of nice. Um, it just makes sitting up there a little easier. Um, I talked about the cables, the pins, um, how they stack together. I think that that's pretty much it. And this stand was actually the reason I got my uh, uh, 2015 buck. I actually took it in and walked past the hang-on that I'd hunted in a week before and went up in it just because I, from what I'd seen the week before, I needed to be 30 yards past it. Okay. So long story short, you like that. You like this. Yeah, I give it a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten. That's a pretty. Uh, that's a pretty good rating. So this. So you would recommend this to other guys who are who use uh, climbing tree stands. Absolutely. Okay. All righty. Uh, let's see here. So there's that. Um, the Hawk Helium uh, tree steps. Right now. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Tree uh, tree steps. I use a lot of. I I shouldn't say a lot. I use the lone wolf version of this a lot. Um, and you know some of the notes you're going to touch on it. Uh, let's see here. Why? I guess start us off just like uh, with the last uh, with the with the tree stand. Um, were you, why did you, why were you looking for uh, climbing sticks? Well, as we mentioned in, in the the last section. I, I was finding myself looking at trees and, and wishing I could be in them just due to more cover and maybe, you know, horizontal branches coming off them. And I, I, I didn't want to spend more time hunting trees. And I thought that a light hang and hunt style run and gun setup, um, it was, was something I wanted to do to take my hunting to the next level. Okay. And, uh, how many different, I mean, there's a lot of climbing sticks on the market. How many did you look at? How many did you compare? And, um, uh, and I guess let's talk a little bit about price as well. Sure. So I obviously looked at the lone wolf, the XOPs, um, and a little bit of muddy. Um, okay. those were all in the running when I was looking to make my purchase and, um, Hawk really wasn't on the list until we, we, we went to a, a mom and pop place and they said, why don't you take a look at these? Um, as far as price point, they are on the lower end of the spectrum. Um, you can get a three pack, uh, for, you know, just under a hundred dollars. Um, so that stuck out to me as far as from the price point, I know the XOPs, I believe are like one fifty nine for, uh, a three pack. And I know the lone wolves are up there, and I, w I was pretty set on getting a lone wolf or an XOP. And like I said, I, I, I saw these and started researching them, and um, really liked some of the, the, you know, from a cost standpoint. I thought, wow, man, these, these are pretty nice. Okay, so they were cheaper than mm -hmm. all the other. Uh, you know, all the other climbing sticks that uh, you looked at, did all the other climbing sticks come in packs of three as well? Um, Muddy had a couple different variations because they've got some shorter uh, total length steps. Um, and I know XOPs, you can actually get a, a pack of four. And I, I'm, I'm not sure on the, on the lone wolf, you, you might be a little more of an expert than I am at those. 
Yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure either. I think Lone Wolf sells them in packs of three as well. Um, okay. Maybe packs of four, but I haven't looked in a while. I think I think it's just packs of three. Now, the product itself, why don't you talk about the specs, uh, the length, yeah. uh, the steps, uh, the, you know, how it connects to the tree, that kind of, or the, yeah, the, uh, where the stick touches the tree, and then also uh, what it's made out of. Sure. Um, so per stick, you're looking at 2.8 pounds. Um, they're constructed from aluminum. As far as length is concerned, they're about 30 inches, uh, step width of 10 inches. Um, the space between them is 13.5, and they've got a max rate, uh, weight capacity of 300 pounds. And something I really liked that ultimately made me purchase those Hawk sticks was the fact that on each side, folds out a step. Yeah. Um, so you can essentially step and have your two feet level. And that to me was kind of the major oh, tipping point in my comparison was I wanted to be able to hang my stand or I uh, use them to put up cameras sometimes. I wanted to be able to have two feet level while I was working with my two hands and my uh, lineman rope around the tree. Right. And I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, uh, Lone Wolf doesn't have that on you know, the climbing sticks that I have. Uh, but there are times when I wish I had an extra foot on a stick at the same level as my other foot. So, you know, cause typically when I hang my hang on, I, with my line and rope, I got one foot up and then one foot down. And there's times where that can throw your balance off just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's made out of, uh, it's made out of aluminum. There's a step on each side. Um, come in, they come in packs of three. What else you got to tell us? Um, you can also then buy like an additional, um, cause I ended up purchasing four of them. Right. Um, I kind of did some, some quick, quick math, if you will. And as far as height I get with, you know, using four of these, um, I typically put mine pretty high off the start, but I, I back that down for kind of your average guy. If you will, if you start with them, uh, two feet off the ground and leave about a foot and a half between sticks, you can get about 16 and a half feet up in the air um, with with the four pack. Uh, me being a little bit taller, I, and I really kind of try and push the, the, you know, push that first step as high as I can really get yeah. um, just to save, you know, you know, get as high as I can. Um, I could probably get closer to that 18 foot mark. Right. And that's what I typically say. And obviously with climbing sticks, um, the taller you are, the higher you can go and the shorter Mm -hmm. you are. Although I got a buddy who is, he's almost part monkey. He carries four climbing sticks and he does like some kind of pull up jump type thing (laughs) that I'm not going to recommend to anybody, but he can get up. He's like uh, five, eight or something like that. And he can, he can get just as high as I can. And I'm six, one as well. So. All right. What else do you got to tell us about these sticks? Um, so I've been pretty impressed. Um, I was pretty skeptical on the buckle and fastening s- system because I'm a guy, uh, I've, I've used ratchet straps for years on, say, my hang-ons, and I was like looking at this buckle um, and teeth combo, and I was like, man, I, I got to think they're going to slip a little bit, but I have been pleasantly surprised for no slip factor. That buckle seems to really... You know, whoever engineered it did a good job. I can, you know, strap that thing to the tree and, and get very minimal slip. Um, the 
I guess what I'll call, I, I rated these a 7 out of 10 because I do know that the Lone Wolves and the XOPs um, stack and carry just a little bit better than what I'll call the Hawks. So okay. um, I know that I think um, the XOPs and the Lone Wolves, they can lock together, which is a pretty cool feature. Um, so so I, I, I scored these as 7 out of 10, if you will. Okay. So the, I want to go back to this buckle system for a second. And, uh, mm-hmm. I haven't, I was at the ATA show, uh, this past year and I looked at it, but I didn't put my hands on it. How does it tighten to the tree? So it's fairly, uh, you know, simple as far as a, a, a speed buckle, the, um, one end is fastened around it and around the, the main beam itself. And then you take the strap around and there is what I'll call like a speed buckle okay. and it looks Oh, like uh, your typical hook system, if you will, with a, a spring in there to kind of keep it on there. There's another piece that, that essentially, once you lock it on to the the accepting unit, it's it's not going to get off there. Um, and then the buckle itself, you self-tighten, cinching it to the tree. All right. And uh, does that work pretty good, um, you know, on that? that fourth stick when you're hanging from your lineman's belt and you know, you're, you're reaching around the tree trying to uh, get that, uh, that strap around the trees that work. Does that work pretty well? Yeah. Yeah. As far as being 15 feet up and you don't need anything sketchy to happen. Those, uh, they're definitely holding in place below me. And, and, and it, it's a pretty quick and easy process to, to get it around and fast and tight. Okay. Now, uh, on one of the other podcasts that we've done, a gear podcast, there's a company called Odin Tree Stands, and their bottom—I don't even know what the the V bracket that touches the tree folds up and down. So after you tighten it to the tree, uh, then you pull the bottom out and you slide that V bracket down. And what that does is it's supposed to prevent, you know, when you you know, after you tighten it to the tree and you do everything you can with your hands, you step on that stick. And there's times where if it's not done right, there's some slippage, right? And that mm-hmm. entire stick drops down. And if you do it really poorly, there's times where it drops down like four inches or so, you know, if if, oh, you, wow. if you don't do it right on some, on some sticks. So when you step on it for the first time, is there any drop or, or what I call slippage in that stick sliding down the tree, you know, to get a, a better grasp? I'd say minimal, uh, maybe a half an inch. Um, I and, and on a bigger tree, there's probably a little more just because I can't get it as tight as I really want it. But on your your average basketball tree, it's a round tree, I'm cinching it pretty tight and we're talking maybe a, a, a half an inch of slippage once I put my foot on it, if you will. Okay. Helen, maybe I'm doing something wrong too. So, <laughs> all right, let's see here. Um, let's see. Fairly light. Um, when you add, you know, when you're, when you're walking into, you know, you're not using your, your carry on or your uh, climbing tree stand with these sticks and you got your hang on when you are walking into the timber with, you know, four sticks and a tree stand, what's the weight on your setup? I mean, is it, I mean, is it pretty heavy or is it fairly, uh, fairly light? So yeah, the four sticks combined to be 11.2 pounds. 
Um, and then I've got an XOP that's just around 13 pounds. And so for, for rounding sake, we'll say 24, 25 pounds. Um, and I've actually got a military moly system on that SOP to kind of a little bit better shoulder pads, if you will, and, and belt buckle to help bear that weight. So it's a little more than my um, tree walker tree stand, but I feel the versatility is kind of going to help me out in the long run. A couple more pounds, I'll take it so I can be where I want. Right. So are these, you know, climbing up into the tree, you know, again, with wetness and cold, uh, is there any additional uh, sound that these make when you're, uh, when you're climbing up the tree or is there any, um, uh, functional differences in extreme weather? No. And actually this was something I got to test, uh, late last year is when I got these, um, sticks. So I did, um, three late season hunts with them. Um, hanging stands in the cold. So I got to test that right away. And um, if you look at the main beam of, a, of the hawk stick, it's not a tube, if you will. There's no hollow clinking. It's it's more of a flat um, construction piece um, that I think gives it a little bit less tink factor than, say, um, the lone wolf or, or the XOP that has a, a tube down the middle that the stairs are attached to. Right, right. I can see that. Uh, what else? Let's see the, uh, so you, you rated it a seven out of 10 with, a, mm -hmm. um, so let's go, I want to just touch on this, these bullet points again. Why don't you just list what you thought were some of the good benefits from this stick? And then also, uh, talk a little bit about the, uh, the negatives and why it, you know, what, what hindered you from giving it, I guess, a perfect score. Sure. So major selling points to me were the, the, the fact I could get, you know, a step on each side to essentially have level feet while I was working, hanging a camera, or I could hang my stand. My feet would be level. I, I liked having stairs um, on both sides uh, of the main construction piece. Another big point was, was the price. I mean, um, the, the American dollar only goes so far yep. and for, for a hundred bucks for a three pack. And I was at a mom and pop store. I said, well, can I buy a fourth? And, and you know, you give me a good price, you know, cause I'm getting four and they worked with me. And, um, it, to me, that was, that was just a good find there. I felt like I was kind of getting the best of both worlds. I felt, um, the price comboed with the being able to get two feet level just made them a, a, a must have for me for next fall. As far as the negatives, I do think XOP and Lone Wolf um, and Muddy even stack and carry um, better. So, so that's kind of why I gave it the 7 out of 10, leaving that, you know, they could be improved upon for that factor. They do stack pretty nice, um, but there's not, I know, I, I and I think you can touch on this, the, the Lone Wolf actually stack and lock together um, versus these just rely on, say, a bungee cord or some sort of strap around the outside to keep them together. Right. Well, the, the lone wolves, they don't lock together. Um, what you'll, you can stack them fairly decent, but you have to have, uh, one of the, uh, straps. And that's how I do it is I take the tree stand strap and, uh, wrap it around the tree stand and the sticks. And that's what keeps them, uh, together. And I also think on one of the sticks out of the four, um, has a little, uh, 
another additional strap with a plastic buckle that you can click together and that keeps them as well. Now I know on the, the, oh, the XOP models, those actually have, when you bring the middle, I'm pretty sure if you bring the middle step up on the back end of that, it, it locks into a groove of the next tree, uh, stick. So I actually yeah. think that that those lock together. The XOPs do. Yeah. So yeah, and that to me is a little bit, you know, a, a superb design, if you will. Right. Now, what about the? I guess the stability as you're climbing up the tree. Is there any flex in that at all in, in the metal, uh, as far as the design is concerned? Uh, because. I look at this thing and maybe it's just the way the picture is on their website, but it, because it's a thinner and not that tube design like the XOP or the lone wolf, um, it looks like it could have a little bit more bend to it. Did you notice anything like that? I did not. Um, from, from the climbing aspect, I, I, I understand your concern, but I did not feel as though, any flex in the system itself. Good. So seven out of 10, not too bad. Um, would you recommend this, this product to other hunters? Yeah. Um, I joke with my buddies. If, if I could go back in time and tell me what I need to buy at age 21 for hunting, this, this kind of setup would probably be high on the list. Can you, you know, can you get in a, a nice light aluminum and, a, and some sticks and not buy the other, the others, if you will, because I felt, uh, for, for the price and, you know, the, the run and gun aspect. And if you've got multiple spots, I, I feel it's the best option. Gotcha. So, so you, you, these, these two, uh, products, you know, you, you like, uh, what, What's next for you? Are, is there any other hunting gear that you're looking at before this 2016 season starts? Yeah, uh, I'm going to need to get a camera arm of some sort because I think I'm going to get into the uh, filming game, if you will. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, you're that's, gonna. That's next, right? I got a. I have a muddy, and I've used. Uh, God, what was the other brand? It might have been a Lone Wolf uh, camera arm. So I've I've used. I have a muddy now with the. Uh, with the rat, ratchet strap. And then I've used, uh, a lone wolf as well. And those seem to, to work, uh, fairly good for what, uh, what I do. So th those are, uh, two, depending on what you're going to do and how big your camera is. So, uh, yeah, there's that. All right. I'll be researching those next. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it never Byron, ends. It never does. It never does. And every time I'm on a website, uh, or on my phone or on the iPad and I'm, I'm flipping through hunting gear. My wife is just like, what are you going to buy now? I'm like, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 well, Hey Byron, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate these, uh, product reviews and, uh, uh, we'll probably have to do it again. Absolutely. Dan, keep it up. All righty. There you go. There you have it. We're done with this podcast today. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, big shout out to Byron for coming on the show again and uh, uh, giving us information on these two products. Hopefully this uh, was some good information for you, the listener. And uh, 
hopefully you guys, uh, I don't know, maybe it helped you make a decision on uh, where to start looking or maybe another direction to look as far as products are concerned for uh, uh, maybe a climbing tree stand or some climbing sticks. And uh, yeah, that's what this uh, podcast is uh, all about. You know, like I mentioned, this is the very first uh, product review podcast that we've done. And uh, if you guys have a product or two that you would like to review with me, why don't you uh, send me an email at ninefingerchronicles at gmail.com. Once again, all spelled out, no numbers, ninefingerchronicles at gmail.com. Also, be sure to visit my social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, uh, you know, I always ask questions, post pictures. Uh, every once in a while, I'll do a live feed. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, big shout out to Exodus Trail Cameras for supporting the show. Uh, make sure you guys visit ExodusOutdoorGear.com for uh, more information on their products. It's, uh, dude, I'm telling you, their, their cameras are badass. Go check them out. Also, I want to thank uh, my mom and dad for having sex and making me. Uh, that's kind of a benefit. Other than that, I hope everybody has an absolutely great weekend. Uh, Be safe out there. And if you're going to be in a tree stand, be sure to wear your damn safety harness.